0: hello i'm carl thomas and i am your host for spirit word power where we seek to just get the word of god viewed through the lens of the holy ghost so we can walk in a true and authentic godly power join us on this adventure in a day of charismatic craziness we look to walk in true spirit, word, power. Let's go. I want to take a look at Matthew chapter 16, a famous passage of scripture that I'm sure the listener knows well. It's where Peter confesses Jesus as the Christ. Jesus asks the disciples, what, what, what does everybody else, what what are they saying about me? And then he asked them, "Who do you say that I am?" What does everybody else say? What do you say? And of course, Peter says, "You are the Christ, the Son of the living God." And and Peter, I believe, I believe he was as surprised to hear that as everyone else. I I don't I don't think that Peter came up with this thought on his own. I don't believe that he came into the conversation already in a cognitive way, understanding that Jesus was the Messiah. I know they were waiting for Messiah. Uh, We know that they they called him rabbi. They saw the, the miracles, but Jesus has something very important. He says, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. This means that Peter could, he didn't get this information just by witnessing the miracles he didn't get this information by being astounded by Jesus' teachings or or even what prophecies he may have been seeing fulfilled from the Torah the bible says flesh and blood did not reveal this to you but my father who is in heaven it is that revelatory ability jesus tells peter the Holy Ghost working through you, your your Father in Heaven, Father God revealed this to your Spirit man, and when Jesus comes and talks, the Spirit makes utterance through us. I don't even know that Peter was aware that that was on the inside of him, and and I and I believe this because I I think he he confessed that. Jesus affirmed him, and then he got in the flesh and started trying to work that out in the natural. The very next story is where Jesus tells the disciples how he's going to be murdered. And Peter gets in the flesh saying, no, 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 you're not going to be murdered. Here's Here's how we're going to avoid that. This is Peter trying to complete in the flesh that which was begun in the spirit. It's important that in Matthew chapter 16, the story before this is the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to Jesus, asking him for a sign. And Jesus really challenges them. And Jesus says, Do you not yet understand nor remember the loaves? Do you remember the fish? How do you not learn? from the revelation that is being shown to you. He challenges them on not remembering the revelation. He then confirms that Peter has revelation, and Peter still chose to walk in the flesh after. When the Holy Ghost reveals things to us, and begins to move through us. That's that's not an affirmation of our call. It's not an affirmation of our anointing. It's not an affirmation of our abilities. It's an affirmation that the Spirit of God is at work on the inside of us, and God has deposited something in us, a testimony, a miracle that is supposed to inform our future decision-making. It says that they were astounded that Jesus walked on the water because they did not remember the miracle of the loaves. Peter did not remember that the Father had revealed to him wisdom and revelation that he could not get on his own. He went right back to being the same old Peter. In your life, as you walk with Jesus, it is so important that we have the Word of God in us, that we study this Word. But we also have to value equally what the Spirit reveals to us in our reading and in our life with Christ. We need not just the Word, because... Peter had the word standing in front of him, and he missed it. We need the spirit, the word, to walk in power. If we're going to walk in in this culture today, if we are going to be a countercultural witness today, we need to walk in spirit, word, power. We have to remember the miracles in our lives We have to track them and we have to let them inform how we come upon truths in the future, our epistemology. We have to allow the miracle revelation of God in our lives to be cornerstones of not only what we believe, but how we believe. So, in this week, I, I, I would I would encourage you lean in to your testimony, reflect on the supernatural occurrences God has shared in your life, both in your time of study and your time of ministry. How has God revealed Jesus to you in your life? And is that informing? how you make decisions going forward. Do not forget the miracle of the loaves. God bless you. I hope that helps. We'll talk next week.